Everybody ready? Yeah. Ain't no rehearsals here. Wake up. Welcome to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman, coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. It's episode 103. It's Monday night, March 28th, 2022. Thank you for listening. It's week 24 in the NBA. This is a celebration, not an orphanage. Let's have a good time. Got about two weeks of NBA regular season left. It's all winding down. Who's here tonight? In studio is Brian Clark. Hey. What up, Brian? Yo. Coming to us virtually from St. Paul, Minnesota is Bo Brady. What's happening? Hello, Bo. Doing all right tonight? Yeah, I'm all right. Good. Yeah. Good. We're going to stay up late. We're going to talk some hoops. We're going to have some fun. See, visit uh, houseofhoops.com for anything House of Hoops related. It's H-A-U-S of hoops.com. There's some stuff on there. You can call us, 901-365-75, anytime, leave a voicemail. We'll play it on air, and we'll react to it. everyone is everybody good oh you know pretty good yeah 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 man how are you i'm fine kind of a late start tonight sorry wish i could come in perfectly prepared every night but this is what it is (laughs) scrambling at the last minute (laughs) always bo what have you been up to man how was your week uh week has been busy we uh, i mean the construction people like subcontractors are in the house there's three sets of them in the house today yeah i was just looking at some of the work they were doing and i noticed some drywall had fallen on some things that i'd prefer that dry drywall had not fallen on but oh it's, it's not that big of a deal I, it was like 
this built-in we have in the basement, I have like my whiskey on one end and then my receiver, which I did cover up with the towel. So that didn't get dirty, but it was, I didn't think there was going to be shit falling from there, but there's a, a gap in the built-in and they had to, anyway, it's, it's just, a, it's a fucking mess in this house. <laughs> shit, shit displaced uh, from, it's just a fucking mess. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we went Friday. The kids didn't have school. So Thursday night, we drove up to Duluth and stayed in uh, a hotel, kind of a grimy Best Western, not surprising, I guess. And uh, it's right next to the ski area. So the whole family, we went, I went snowboarding and the, Kate and the kids skied. And it was fun. It's Spirit Mountain in Duluth. All right. Duluth. What's Duluth mm-hmm. known for? It's on Lake Superior. And it's kind of you kind of think of it as the gateway to grand marais like the lake superior oh and there's a superior trail up there which is a relatively new thing but you can hike and camp on that trail which is pretty cool uh it's just kind of the north country of minnesota it's uh, duluth is only two hours from it's one city so it's, it's a it's a cool little town also in the summertime when it's really hot, say say it's in the nineties in St. Paul, it'll be twenty degrees cooler because it's on Lake Superior. It's just going out and taking little trips, just going out of town. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, so and then we were out of the house, the they did some boiler work to get a new radiant heat zone up to the bathroom. And they forgot to turn on when they left, they forgot to turn on uh half half the system so half of our house was cold and the other half was really hot trying to keep up with it <laughs> it was great and that's just like <laughs> yeah i text the the contractor that is working for the firm that's doing this whole thing and he was like can it wait till monday i was like fuck i guess i can and then the the boiler guy came back today and he goes oh look at that that's an easy fix and turn like one nozzle <laughs> 75 dollars service call Oh no, it's probably way more than that. He was already coming in anyway, didn't matter. But that's just like what it's like in this house right now. The kids are three three small kids, construction. It's exhausting. But it's great. I'm happy. Glad to be on the podcast. Got a beer. There you go. Grizzlies are winning a lot of games. Yeah, I mean all this shit you're going through with the uh bathroom remodel, it's all temporary, dude. Oh yeah, I know, but it's it's uh when it's done. But that's what's up. We can move on. You'll be happy when it's done. Yes, I have to tell myself that like every day. Like, this is temporary. Um, (laughs) Just give it a couple hours. I'll be drinking a beer, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it's just dusty as shit in this house, and it's making me crazy. Yeah. We're getting there. That's a shame. Dude, the Celtics lost to the Raptors tonight. Those teams are so interesting to me right now. Celtics and the Raptors. Well, not to get ahead of our news, but... Yeah, we'll get to that later. Yeah. All right. I've got some on the Celtics and when we get to the news, too. Okay. All right. Before we do all that, Brian, uh, how's your mental? How are you? It's good. Yeah? Yeah. You were just saying, the clock won't stop. It'll be over soon. <laughs> Been a little tired all day. I don't know why. I know why. You're washed out. Probably. 
weekend kicked your ass and you just you let your mind go there yeah it's okay it's good to be tired yeah it's uh shows that you're still alive you have to get tired before you can get refreshed maybe yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> it's science <laughs> what have you been doing all week what have you been up to uh that's not a thing working and um you know oh shut up man you went to the nets grizzlies game i was gonna say i went to a basketball game well no you went to the bucks grizzlies game no i went to the nets no you went to the nets grizzlies i did i did so we were discussing last monday how expensive those tickets were yeah right we were and then i got a text from our guy mike z uh hey man you want to go to this game wednesday night Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes i sure do Mm -hmm. so i did i did not nope even though you know it's fine i mean we didn't go together as we had originally thought we maybe might try to do um fine yeah i wasn't gonna spend that much money on a ticket when i'm i'm trying to sock some cash back for these playoffs coming up Mm, playoff games yeah that'd be fun yeah that makes more sense yeah you got to get your priorities straight Mm mm-hmm I'm glad you got to go to the game. I did that. It was fun. Mike's got his his, his courtside seats. Yeah. So I, I was right there to see Kyrie. Yeah. Kevin Durant. Maybe that's why I'm so tired today. You got COVID from Kyrie. Maybe. It incubated. Maybe. Like four days ago. It's about. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Today's probably the day I'd be feeling it. Great. Glad to have you in studio. <laughs> if it didn't come from Kyrie, it definitely came from you wearing a mask in the concourse, right? Of course. Hmm. Well, that's fun. Anything to report from the game? The Grizzlies are good. Mm-hmm. With or without John Morant. Mm-hmm. A lot of Kyrie fans in the building. Mm-hmm. Not sure what the what the motivation is there. If it's just because he's a superstar. Or if there's like another motive, you know? Mm-hmm. He's a man of the people, right? I guess. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's a good time. Something new is that you can now serve yourself at the uh the Lexus Lounge buffet. Oh. They no longer have people asking, Hey, what do you what do you want? They you go through and they don't want to like put it on a plate for you. I don't want to do that. I I'd, I'd rather have somebody serve me. It's kinda nice. Um, yeah, sometimes Dennis, the Dennis system comes out of Jeff. Yeah. There, there it was. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can put stuff on my own plate. I guess COVID is super over now. What are we poor now? Yeah. So that was crazy, you know? Yeah, it's a change. Going through the buffet line, and I'm thinking, you know, Kendrick Perkins probably served himself off this same buffet an hour ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jalen Rose. Yeah. They were out, man. That was that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, went back at halftime, and it's Mike Miller, Kendrick Perkins, and T. Morant are all like kind of like huddled in the corner hanging out. <laughs> I got to say what's up to Kendrick. Mm. They were rolling dice. Yeah. Uh, Woj walked right past me at one point. Mm. Walked past. Did you ask him if you 
You told him you tweeted at him and he didn't respond. <laughs> you go, I like your hair. <laughs> Whoa, would you look taller in person? <laughs> walk behind Mike Breen and Hubie Brown. Mm-hmm. They were calling the game, so I got to walk walk behind their setup a couple times, going cool. back and forth to the bathroom or to get a plastic cup of wine or whatever it was I was doing. Is it true that Hubie Brown's feet don't touch the ground when he sits in the chair? I didn't notice that. Damn. That old man legs, they just yeah, dangle. They just dangle. <laughs> My God. <laughs> blow in the wind. <laughs> like bangs. <laughs> no, it was it was cool. It was a good environment. Everybody was loud. Everybody was getting into it. Uh, yeah. ESPN was there. I don't even really care that ESPN was there. That's not that's not really a draw for it's, me. It's a big production, though. You know, it's yeah, unusual around here. Yeah, uh, the timeouts were long, mm-hmm. very long. They run a lot of ads. Yeah, and then it has to be like the has to be like regular ads, and then like a couple of ESPN promos, and then back to the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but it was fun. Grizzlies, Grizzlies won. Mm-hmm. Nets kind of they made a third quarter comeback. Go Grizz! But, uh, but then the Grizz came back in the fourth, and always more fun when they win. Mm-hmm. They clamped down on defense and took care of business. Hell yeah! That's about the extent of my week. Was yeah. Rachel Nich- Nichols at the game? No, she doesn't work for ESPN anymore. <laughs> I'm kidding. Brian, uh, you're 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 still in the uh, fantasy basketball. Top two? Top four? Top four. I'm still in the um, fantasy basketball playoffs. Yes, I am. How did that As go? As a matter of fact. Did you win last week? Are you in the championship? No. Oh. No, I'm not. You didn't win? No. I'm currently in the um, third place I'm so disappointed. S- with fellow loser Evan. I'm so disappointed in... All three of you. Dude, tell me about it. You, Evan, and Bo. Tell me about it. I'm still playing, but for the fifth place. Exactly. Extremely disappointing. That none of none of us could win it. Hey, it's not easy. And you guys were in the playoffs. It's not easy, is it? That's not easy at all. I do like it's a competitive league. Hmm? I like that the ads are for today. I mean, you know, you you have to add the your streamers the day of yeah i like that so you can kind of prepare for the night through the course of the day mm-hmm. i like it that way too it's no it's a good setup but once once the game start though like you can't add a player if he no playing. if a player is played and you oh. plan on dropping him you can't you can't drop him until like until the next day two or three in the morning yeah <laughs> so i mean sometimes i'll stay up to make that drop <laughs> Or that ad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was a bummer, man. I got I got just waylaid by injuries mm. this past week. Had DeRozan out, John Collins out. Yeah, that's a bummer. Brandon Ingram out. I mean, that's like. Mm. But I think I feel like I've had one of those guys all week. I cannot wait till next season. I'm gonna fucking slay everyone. It's not even gonna be close. You're just going all Jokic. You're all fucking dead. <laughs> He's going Jokic and uh, who's another Iron Man? 
It was an Iron Don't Man. worry about it. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, yeah Westbrook. That's that's the first player I nominated this year. <laughs> Get the money. <laughs> it was <out>. Westbrook. <laughs> Brian, did you watch Atlanta? I didn't. New Atlanta. Oh, is out. it is it oh, is it started? Yeah, they put two episodes out. Ooh. The first one, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to get expectations too high. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was the right amount of weird. Perfect. Yeah, I'm off I'm off Wednesday, and it's supposed to rain all day. So I'm going to catch on. Watch them. I'm going to watch them on Wednesday. I'll tell you what. There's this electrician that's over here that has this Bluetooth speaker, and he listens to country music, which I like country music. Don't get me wrong. But he's listening to, like, bad country music. Pop country? Yeah. Uh, it's did not. He's like he was like playing the Johnny Cash station, I think. Uh, which you know, yeah. it's kind of like he, he he could I could flip him, I think. Um, he just likes all the hits. And <laughs> anyway, he was talking to this other electrician about Telegram. He's like, "Yeah, I got off Twitter," but more it's like, "Oh yeah, I got off, I got off Twitter. I'm on Telegram," you know. <laughs> so I was you said Atlanta, so I'm thinking, well, if I'm home, I should just put Atlanta on full blast with this guy's in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man that show's so good get a uh mm. you gotta get one of those hats change it so it says mad <laughs> mad i'll put a skirt on too i don't make him uncomfortable yeah if you cross-dressed that'd probably be enough <laughs> you think your house is a mess now <laughs> Make those guys think about something besides what they're doing. <laughs> what about Winning Time? Did you watch Winning Time? I did watch Winning Time. We're up to four now, right? Yeah. So it's probably like halfway over. Yeah, they've gotten to uh, they've they're they've started training camp. I feel like I'm still like waiting for something to happen with that yeah. show. Yeah. Like, all right, when's it gonna happen? Mm-hmm. When we know how it all plays out. Yeah, I guess uh, at the end, Magic Johnson dies. <laughs> <laughs> does he do you think he, he actually gets hiv or is that just yeah because they have it's the name of the show is like the rise of the dynasty right mm. so that's got to be the end i don't know did i hear they get picked up for a second season oh i'm sure i'm not sure but i mean it, it should i feel like yeah i don't know where this show is going at all I turn it on and Dr. Bus is at the table with Ginger. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I'm like, I did not like that. Where the hell is this going? <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like, you're He's a, into, into stuff, but like your kids just were there. Like, let's. Yeah. No, he was loaded. He didn't care. Yes. Party animal. I think that's part of it. Is like he's a party animal and that kind of reflects on how the Lakers do business. Mm-hmm throughout the 80s yeah so how accurate is that with bus and his lifestyle who fucking knows uh my wife was not impressed with that scene at all oh (laughs) which part was well it it was a little kid a little gratuitous oh the kid yeah yeah Yeah. well not only that but but the uh well first of all there's a kid in the scene so the kid's like can i see it and the parents are like yeah i don't think so Mm. you're not gonna actually see this and and then also do we need to see his finger being inserted yeah, it's raunchy. I think we would have gotten the same effect without the uh, penetration. Yeah, leave a little to the imagination. 
I don't know. Maybe that's just the old man talking. Maybe they want younger viewers that are into mm -hmm. that. Yeah, her argument was that she just thought it. She thought it was like unnecessary, and I was like, "Well, I, th I, th I would imagine." Yeah, I'm of course trying to. It was a little, trying to explain why it's necessary. I mean, it, you definitely know. And now. As you move closer, I thought that it was. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's falling out of his chair. <laughs> Clear. <laughs> um, <laughs> the point I think the point of the scene was to show how it affected Genie Bus. Clearly, Brian was leaning forward in his chair so far <laughs> he fell on his chest on the floor. <laughs> well, so yeah, so that clearly, like, the, I mean, it's the whole show is gratuitous. Mm -hmm. um, but like, as a parent, you see that, and it's really painful. Mm -hmm. Just to think, like, what have I done? That's not on that level, but what have I done that this like stands out in my kid's mind? Mm -hmm. Right, definitely. And to me, or what will I do? To me, that scene is a lot about foreshadowing. I think there's that was all foreshadowing for something to come later. <clears throat> yeah, I think a lot of those, like the opening scenes, like the pre-credit scenes, are kind of foreshadowing for stuff that happens later on in the show. For instance, in the premiere. They show Magic Johnson at the hospital, mm -hmm. right? Right. Yep. And um, you know, uh, he gets AIDS. So, I think it was foreshadowing <laughs> Jeannie and Jerry's relationship. Mm -hmm. Something that happens there. Yeah, but then at the end of the episode, she goes on to say, "Like this is going to be, we're going to sell this like it's Jerry Bus, the Jerry Bus experience." She's always looking for his approval, and. It flashes some pictures of her like as like a whatever beauty pageant she won mm -hmm. or something. And mm -hmm. she's always like trying to hold herself to this level of beauty or attractiveness mm -hmm. that maybe her dad was always looking for in a woman. I think there's something there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's a bar and she's always like trying to get to it because she saw him with all these other women. Mm -hmm. There's something there. I think the show, like I say, it, nothing's happened because it's just, it's kind of slow. It's like, what happened in season or episode four? Like, what really happened? They got the new head coach, right? Yeah, Jack McKinney. Yeah. And then it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking for or expecting. I'm trying to think what the big beats were. Yeah, they got the new coach. They start training camp. Yeah. Um, Jerry Buss's ex-wife. Signs that paperwork so that she takes on. I just want to see Larry Bird, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of characters haven't been unlocked yet. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'm waiting for is everybody to be unlocked. Like I want more out of the Pat Riley character. Mm -hmm. I want to see how Jerry West's character evolves as he takes over like as a overseer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's getting there. It's just, God, dude, like binge watching has ruined me. <laughs> Can't wait a whole week. You got I, well, it gives you something uh, to look forward to, man. Well, like, what do you think we did with the gemstones? You don't binge watch the. You can't. I like Sunday I know, night when the brutal. gemstones. I was like, I couldn't do anything else. I, was, I just I'm going down to the basement, Kate. I would like happening. you to treat your pick games like you do the gemstones. Oh. <laughs> Okay. I'm kidding, Bo. <laughs> no, you're not. I am too. 
You just you said before we went on, you were like, I'm not sure if we'll be able to watch a big game. I'm like, dude, there's so much time. Make no, I'm literally on vacation. I come back Saturday <laughs> at 11 p.m. I think I get back midnight, 11 p.m. And then the next day I go to the Jawbreaker show that night. Hell yeah. Saying, You're going to have so much fun at that Jawbreaker show. That's going to be cool. You know, I, I maybe I, I could skip the Jawbreaker show for the pick game. Yeah. Hey, Bo, when you get home from the Jawbreaker show, do you think you'll immediately watch Winning Time? <laughs> Or the Ooh. or the pick game. <laughs> <laughs> that down there is the conundrum. Which one's more important? Hmm. Probably winning time. Mm-hmm. It'd probably be more fun. Who knows what the pick game will be? Jeff, what have you been up to, man? Mm. I did those things. Watched Atlanta and Winning Time. Mm-hmm. I worked worked my job. Spent some time on. Social media, yelling at people about them yelling about other people. Let's see. What else? Uh, Sounds productive. <laughs> How dare you yell about something that I don't think you know enough about? <laughs> I listened to Pau Gasol on JJ Reddick's podcast. Did you hear that, Bo? I started it when we were driving back from Duluth because mm. Kate, Kate fell asleep and the kids were watching a movie. Mm-hmm. It's like and, 40 minutes long. And then she, Kate woke up and turned us off. Well, she's, I wasn't going to make her listen to that at one and a half speed. Pal, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't, I haven't gone back to listen to it. I want to finish it. It's good. You alluded to in a group text that Chris Walsh does not, should not get any credit. Yeah, zero credit for Marcus All. <laughs> <laughs> Pal was showing, apparently, according to Pal, he was showing Chris Wallace videos of Marcus All playing and talking him up and saying, look, he's ready. He can play. He can play. You should draft him. He didn't draft him. He said, well, you should trade for him. You should trade for him. You should trade for him. Give me my brother. Give me my brother. He wanted to play with him. And then Wallace Makes ends sense. up trading him for him. <laughs> Uh, I don't think if Pau Gasol talks up his brother as much, Chris Wallace is even like thinking about Mark Gasol. Probably not. I don't know why you wouldn't say, all right, well, if I can get this guy for a second round pick, mm-hmm. I don't need Josh Selby. You make your Obviously. superstar happy. Yep. So yeah. I, I think uh, Pau Gasol gets all the credit. That's how it came across. <laughs> On the on JJ Reddick's uh, podcast, I don't think P- Powell's a dummy. I think he's a very very smart guy. Mm-hmm. He probably would make a good basketball executive. Oh, he's working on that. I think uh, it's in the podcast. No, oh. he's working with the Warriors. Oh he's Jesus! Sit- he's like sitting in from time to time. He's on the West Coast, isn't he? I think he's probably in Spain. I think he lives in LA, doesn't he? It's possible. Probably has houses all over the damn place. Yeah. That's weird. Why is why is he working with the Warriors? Because they're invited. They allowed it. Oh, okay. He probably wants to learn like some secrets of their success. I thought maybe it was uh, because they're like a really well run franchise. Yeah, probably, and they're probably super inviting to people. Mm, yeah. Just, just maybe a reason why it's not liberals not working with the Lakers. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> they were less inviting. <laughs> Perhaps <laughs> less. 
well run. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't think there was anything to learn there. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> how does how does LeBron take his orange juice? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <right>. seriously. <laughs> What newspaper does LeBron read? <laughs> yeah, Pal does not strike me as a clutch guy. Mm-hmm. Clutch sports guy? Pal's not into that? Hmm. Yeah. JJ's podcast, they just keep getting better and better. He had Luca on last week. I don't know when he's recording these things, but mm-hmm. he's had Luca recently, Pat Bev, and Pal Gasol. I mean, it's just very interesting uh, podcasts. Yeah, I want to check out the Pal one. Maybe I'll... Maybe that's another Wednesday item. Yeah, I mean, just... Dude, you could listen to it while you cook chicken at work. Yeah. It's that short. Okay. <laughs> you could have a uh, earbud in. Yeah. And listen to it while you did, like, some prep work. Hmm. Is that y'all's move? Is a uh, earbud? I do it all the time. Not when we're open. Just when I'm doing prep work. Uh-huh. I do it from time to time. When I get there early, when I'm there an hour early, mm-hmm. gives me an hour to do whatever the fuck I yeah. want. Get way ahead. Get a couple cups of coffee. Nobody else is there to bug me or get in my way. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know. Hey, I have a question. Hey, I have a question. Like, I'm fine with answering the questions, but when I'm the only one there, there's nobody there asking me questions. (laughs) You don't have to go into the office to get Advil for three or four different employees. You don't have to go get nine (laughs) Band-Aids because they don't know how to use knives. (laughs) Oh, this, you you guys might like this. What? (laughs) So one of the f- first times Kate, when we moved here, our boy needed a haircut. Mm-hmm. And so she went to this place called Kids Hair. And the woman that was cutting the boy's hair, she had all these Band-Aids on her fingers. <laughs> and she did like this total <laughs> hack job of a haircut. And Kate said, she came home and she's like, look at his hair. And I, I laughed. It was just hilarious. And she said, yes, she had band-aids all over her fingers and she smelled like cigarettes and vagina. (laughs) So anyhow. That's fucking great. Did you go back? We went to a different kid's hair. And that girl clearly needs the business, man. Like practice. Well, it's it's a chain and I'm sure she moved on or you think anyway, uh, my response was well, I know you know what cigarettes smell like, and I'm pretty sure you know what vagina smells like. Yeah. So, anyhow, it was pretty fucking hilarious. It stuck with me. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Those chain haircut ladies are a trip, typically. Even the males that work there. But uh, me and Brian are very familiar with the that concept. <laughs> yeah. That type of employee, that yeah. whole situation. Where do, you, where do you guys go get your haircut in Memphis? Dude, I haven't. No, I don't. (laughs) Jeff cuts his own hair, I think. (laughs) Have you ever seen the big short? (laughs) (laughs) It's a really nice haircut. Did you cut it yourself? (laughs) It's a nice shirt. Does it come in men's? (laughs) Uh, But Brian Brian has like a stylist. Nice, Brian. Yeah, I gotta get styled. <laughs> <laughs> Brian goes when he goes to get a haircut. They offer him free wine. That is not true. <laughs> yeah, it is. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
not that kind of place. It's not? It was champagne. Is that what it is? Mimosas? No. What no. is it? No. No, you're thinking of the one place I went to in New Orleans oh. to get a haircut. And they offered me a drink, and I was like, yeah, I guess like a water or a Coke. And they're like, no, 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 like. Good stuff. You want a whiskey? I was like, yeah. <clears throat> I didn't know they served alcohol. It's like complimentary. You just get like a little snort of whiskey, you know? You're sitting there waiting on your haircut. I didn't know they served whiskey because the guy in front of me went in and they asked him if he wanted something to drink. And he said, yeah, like a glass of milk. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, so they, they gave me a glass of milk and I was like, I don't want milk. I'll just take a Coke or something. <laughs> they like, said, go get the girl that has band-aids all over <laughs> her hands and smells like cigarettes. She's cutting his hair. Yeah. <laughs> Send her, send her down to Walgreens to get some milk for this guy. <laughs> send her down to Walgreens. Uh, no, my friend, uh, my friend Robin cuts my hair. She's been cutting my hair for like fifteen years. I've met Robin. Yeah, I know her. She's good sort people. of. Yeah, that's cool. How long? Probably like fifteen years, if not longer. That is loyalty. Yeah. So that's cool. You got the, uh, you know, but I, I seriously, I have a, a, a my hair is either really long and shaggy or like really short. Mm-hmm. I either shave it or it grows out. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it. Getting haircuts is a weird thing. I don't know. Yeah, it is, man. I haven't gone and gotten a haircut since I was like 14, maybe younger. Mm. In Michigan, I, w- I, I went to this haircutting place and i saw this girl and you know she was like maybe five years younger than me at the time and now i go see some 70 year old guy at this barbershop down the street from my house and every time i go in there he does a great job with my hair but i question my life mm-hmm. like why am i going to see this old guy when i could see anyway anything else yeah yeah to me it started out because we wanted punk rock haircuts so we started cutting our own hair in the neighborhood kids mm. and then uh it turned into me in my 20s and i'm like i don't have money for a haircut mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or you know like late teens uh, but when i met you i probably had a buzz cut most likely yes in high school and then it turned into like not being able to afford haircuts and then it was like i could afford a haircut but i'm saving so much money just <laughs> doing it on my own I was like what's the fucking difference so it's just uh, pretty much just buzz cuts forever. I'm due for one right now. Yeah, it's summer summer buzz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's getting long, dude. <clears throat> not a uh, not pandemic long, but yeah, I let it go over to pandemic for almost like a year. Whatever. I don't have a job where I have to like do my hair. <laughs> <laughs> The whole thing is just so absurd to me. Doing like doing your hair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I like to just be able to like wash it and go out the door, mm-hmm. or th- or wash it and throw a hat on. It's one or the other. But uh, no, dude, I don't. Yeah, style my hair so I can walk out the door and feel like a fucking total asshole. <laughs> And be like, where's my hat? <laughs> this haircut's the worst. 
I, they, yeah, uh, every time they're gonna want to like try to spike it up or something. I don't, mm. f- dude, fuck off. <laughs> anyway, enough about haircuts. Bo, you asked me, and I, I told you everything. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> so, what else do y'all want to talk about? Does anybody have anything uh, prepared, or uh, is there anything uh, in life or hoops that uh, anybody wants to talk about? So you guys are going to watch the Lakers versus Mavs on TNT tomorrow? Probably pretty good, huh? Mm. Well, the Lakers need to win, and the Mavs should beat them. Mavs should definitely beat them. Doesn't that create kind of a good situation? I guess it might. might be a good one. The Lakers have to win, like, every fucking game. They're a game out of – they're a game away from being out of the plans. We have selfish reasons for wanting them to win, too, right? The Spurs could take the Lakers' playing spot at this point. <laughs> the Grizzlies need the Lakers to make the make the postseason, right? To get a better shot at their their pick. If the Grizzlies, if the Lakers make the postseason, it's done. They just have to make it through the plan. Then they're not in the lottery. Mm-hmm. There you go. I mean, if, if even if the Lakers make the lottery, it's like eleven. It's after eleven, right? For the Grizz. Top ten protected, yeah. right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter, even if they make the play-ins and lose. Like that's good for Memphis. Mm-hmm. Okay, the way I understand it. Gotcha. We'll see. Is it one through ten to New Orleans? Is that the deal? Yep. Yeah. New Orleans flipped it to Memphis in the Valanciunas deal. Yeah. Right. New Orleans gets the pick if it falls between <laughs> one and ten. If it lands between eleven and thirty, Memphis will receive it. Yep. So yes, it behooves Memphis yep. or the Lakers to lessen their odds okay so yeah we want them getting a one a pick one through ten yeah the better the lakers do the better it is for memphis yes and worse for new orleans okay we're watching you lakers (laughs) we care i don't know i mean i'll be i'll I'll, we'll watch the lakers because it's a a hilarious shit show (laughs) yeah and that's entertaining to me like watching, they want to win. Watching like the uh, Orlando Magic be a hilarious shit show is not entertaining. But watching the Los Angeles Lakers at thirty-one wins, they're more like the Knicks. The Lakers are more like the Knicks yeah. than they are anybody else. The Knicks or the Wizards. Uh, Wizards is pretty funny because Westbrook left them to go to L.A. and then mm-hmm. now they have the same record. Mm-hmm. If the Lakers were in the East, they'd be in 13th place, way outside the play-ins. All right. What what were we talking about? Lakers-Dallas? Yeah. Bo, are you going to watch it? Um, Tomorrow night? Or Thursday? What, what, what? <laughs> I brought it up. I don't fucking know. Probably not. But maybe. I like Luka. <laughs> Dude, the Celtics lost tonight. And they moved down to fourth place from first place (laughs) with a loss to Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) That's how fucking crazy it is in the East. Last week, speaking of Dallas, they uh, narrowly defeated Minnesota. And then, like, Luca did that wave bye-bye to Papev. You know, Mm -hmm. we talked about it last week. Well, Friday, Minnesota got their revenge on Dallas. They beat them. What was the score on that game? One sixteen to ninety five. Ooh, Wolves. 
Did you watch that Dallas game, Bo? I, I did did not, man. <laughs> they got their revenge. They did. So Dallas barely beat Minnesota, and then Minnesota beat Dallas. So mm, it's not totally out of the picture for the Mavericks to move up to third place in uh No, it's not. Potentially have to face the Timberwolves in the first round. <laughs> like that could line up as a first round playoff matchup, Mavs, Timberwolves. If I was Dallas, I wouldn't like that matchup. How weird at the beginning of the season I would have never said the Timberwolves would be a scary matchup for a top team in the West in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have called them a playoff team at all. Yeah. Huh. Look at that. I don't know if I don't. I wouldn't call them a scary matchup. Mm-hmm. They're problematic. I For think, Dallas, they are. Yeah. No, I think they're they're good. You don't want to play any playoff team in the playoffs, basically. <laughs> is that is that a good take? Hey, a series a series is different than a one game in the regular season. Change shit changes. That's just that's it's a strategy that's never been tried before. Is you try to make the finals without without having to play any playoff teams. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new one. Hey, you remember last week we had that voicemail? We were talking about Drew Timmy, yeah, of Gonzaga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I checked Friday night if he had cracked the uh, draft boards mm-hmm. after they lost to my hogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hog. Mm-hmm. Coach Muss. Yeah. And the Hogs. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, he had not moved up. He was at 65 when I checked last, right above Ron Harper Jr. Is he coming on back to school or what's the deal? I don't know. He should. What do you want to bet gonna, he does? He probably does. He's got a sponsorship with a casino in town. 64. He Ron, makes money. Ron Harper Jr. fell to 70. On tankathon.com. Yeah, I bet he comes back. I mean, you're getting paid to play college basketball. Name, image, and likeness. Get your degree in, um, what do you think he's measuring in? We could probably Google it, but let's guess. Math. I'm going to say... Marketing. I would say it's part more likely econ than math. I was just kidding. I don't know. Hmm. Well, let's guess. I did. Math. Brian didn't guess. Brian, what's he majoring in? Timmy? Uh, yeah, probably barber barber school. Bar- barbering? Barber school. Weird. Weird that the Zags page wouldn't even tell us anything about his major. Anyhow, moving on. I'll find it and let <clears throat> you know. He only scored eight points against Loyola. Huh. Six points against St. Mary's. And he's got like these crazy that games. The, that was the St. Mary's loss, right? They lost They lost to St. Mary's. They played St. Mary's in February and March. And he had bad games both times. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at the Tankathon big board, and they have, yeah, Drew Timmy at 64. Mm-hmm. And then at 50 is Josh Minot, mm-hmm. who played like four minutes a game for the Tigers. <laughs> freshman i wonder yeah man that memphis i wish those memphis kids would all just stay but they won't not <laughs> not now 
not. Uh, Duran definitely won't. They're about to get that hammer dropped. They got Duran down on the 11th. He's fallen. Duran is ranked the number two center. I don't know if he's an NBA center. 6'11". Maybe. He is ranked the number two center coming out of college. I mean, I'm looking at the players above him, and I don't, above Jalen Duran, I don't see anybody really out of place, you know? Yeah. All right, we better move on. Yeah, I could stare at the Tangathon big board for an hour, so let's... Let's move on from John Luer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's get into NBA news. Bo, do you have any news? There's a few things. There's been some tanking shutdowns. Miles Turner and Shea Gildas Alexander are out for the, the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, that much to say there. No, I don't think so. Paul George may be coming back. Mm-hmm. Depends and, on uh, whether or not Ka- Kawhi comes back, right? <laughs> I guess so. Kawhi yeah. come back without Ka- Kawhi? Yep. So Ka- be Kawhi, would he do that? <laughs> something to watch for sure. Yeah. That's my immediate re- reaction to that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, he's just waiting to see if Kawhi comes back. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm way off. Maybe not. What else? Evan Mobley got hurt tonight. Hurt his ankle. As the Cavs slipped, I think they're like four and six in the last ten. Uh-oh. And Robert Williams might have a meniscus tear. He's having surgery. It's happening? Yeah. Um, they're not counting him out for the season, but I don't know. When Jaron Jackson Jr. tore his meniscus, he was out well, there's, for a year. Well, I know, and he's missed one game this year, maybe two now. So you can eat that. But <laughs> Jaron Jackson had a meniscus repair instead of a meniscus resection. Mm. So there's two different ways to go about it. Mm-hmm. Right. So which one is Robert Williams going to do? Well, if he's coming back this year, then they're just taking the fucker out. I don't know yet. They're not. They're not. They're not. Uh, I mean, he could. Out. He he could have like a a small tear, which is essentially a meniscus sprain. You know, an ankle sprain is a tear in whatever ankle ligament you have. It's just not a full tear. So maybe he has a, a sprain in his meniscus. It's a slight tear, and he can. It'll be good to go in a couple of weeks. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Two options. Removal, four to six weeks, which uh, gives him postseason hope down the road. Could cause more problems. I mean, you're right. It's removal, play now, play in four, six weeks, or repair, and he's probably out for a while. Done for the year. Tough break for Boston. Oh, you said Evan Mobley went out of the game tonight. Yeah. Uh, Laurie Markinen as well. Ooh, mm. maybe they had plans. <laughs> That's too bad. Yeah, the Cavs, the Cavs have had some bad luck. The first comment under this article about Lori Markin and it says, "Bro, what's happening over there?" Meaning, everybody on the Cavs getting hurt, man. Oh, what's happening? Something in the water. What is happening over there? They're falling. They're losing games. Guys are dropping off. Let's look at the Cavs' last five games. Lost to the Bulls. Lost to the Raptors. Lost to the Lakers. 
beat the Pistons, barely beat the Nuggets. That's what's been going on. Oh, they beat the Magic tonight. How about that? Who could have guessed? Magic will lose again. I'll say one last thing on Rob on Robert Williams. It looks like Embiid had played through a meniscus tear. So you never know. You know, we hope the best for the Celtics. They've been on fire. It'd be great to see them have a nice postseason postseason run with Jason Tatum winning back to back Eastern Conference players of the week. Tatum's been awesome. You want to see a team like that keep rolling. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Did New York City lift its employee mandate? I was about to say something about that. And uh, entertainers, they they did because um, baseball is happening and Yankees are coming up here shortly. And none of them are vaccinated. I don't think so. No, it's baseball, man. It's yeah. fucking Kenny Powers. <laughs> is Kyrie going to play home games? He played in one. He already played in one. Mm-hmm. I think last night. Yeah. What happened to the fucking? I'm doing this for every other unvaccinated worker in New York. Well, he didn't get vaccinated. They, the unvaccinated but, can now come to work unvaccinated. But I guess no, no they, they can't. Oh, you're right. It's the it's it's the the private company, uh-huh. private company mandate got lifted, but the I think the city thing. Yeah, still. yeah. Government, so, gov- New York City government employees still have to be vaccinated, I believe. What about all those mm. people that were picketing? Outside Brooklyn, yeah, uh, Barclays. Well, this is going to surprise you, Jeff, but it was never fucking about them. <laughs> but they said they stand with Kyrie. Yeah. Well, and Kyrie said he was doing it for them. Well, that's going to turn into. He said he was doing it for the people that couldn't work. Kyrie is not right. going to be playing for them, so they they can watch him play while they're not working. But I thought that's <laughs> like why he didn't get vaccinated. Was because he was doing it for the people of New York that couldn't work. I'm so confused. I'm not really confused at all. No, you shouldn't be. <clears throat> because he's a... What a fucking fake-ass yeah. load of fucking <laughs> bullshit. Mm-hmm. That was. It always was. You see, before, it was um, always his choice not to play. And now it's... Still his choice not to play, but he's but he's playing. Yeah. And how did Kyrie handle that first back to back this year? What was his <laughs> what did he say? His response was he needed some time off. Dude, mm. what the fuck is going on here? You know what I, I just had a great idea. Maybe Kyrie should have hosted the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Kyrie. <sighs> he's so good. At basketball. He is so good at basketball. He is so fucking good. If he just, I don't know, what is it? Why does he put himself in these situations time after time where it's a distraction over and over and over? Like he couldn't play with LeBron in LeBron's prime. He said he wanted like his own team or whatever. That made no sense. Like, what the fuck, man? He broke up the Kyrie-LeBron tandem after they won a championship. He, like, single-handedly broke it up. Then the flat-earth stuff, like, 
I don't know, dude. Like, uh, I, maybe you have to be a little nuts to be as good at basketball as he is. Yeah. Kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I can excuse him going and playing basketball unvaccinated after the things that he said about why he wasn't getting vaccinated. Like, it's just, it's like, uh, just like the most hypocritical shit mm-hmm. that I've ever fucking seen. Like, he should be sitting out those games even though he's not, not vaccinated. Even though he's allowed to play, he should mm-hmm. still be sitting out. Yeah, because he... In my opinion. Because he wants their voices heard. Right. How are their voices going to be heard if he plays? If there's any fraud mm-hmm. in the fucking NBA, and you can say, like, this coach is a fraud or that coach is a fraud because you don't understand what it's like to be them, but Kyrie is repeatedly, like shown through his actions and and words that he is a total fucking fraud total fucking fraud he's just really fucking good at basketball so people let it go but what do you think about it what do the boss Celtics think about it that he's a fraud I don't I'm not gonna say he's a fraud but I think he's a fraud (laughs) He's just a mess, man. It didn't make any damn sense. Just, I don't know. I just don't I want can, anybody to forget, accidentally forget why this dude isn't vaccinated yeah. or why he said he's not vaccinated. Yeah. Like, let's not forget. Turns like, out, turns out this whole time it wasn't about anybody else ever. You remember in Talladega Nights? He just Nights, didn't want to get vaccinated. You remember it wasn't about ta- anybody else who couldn't get vaccinated. It was, he just didn't want to get vaccinated. And hey, hey, if that's it, if that's your reasoning, fine, just say it. Right. Don't make it about. Don't, don't make up some don't fraudulent. Deflect that shit away from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You remember at the end of Talladega Nights when Ricky Bobby starts racing again, mm-hmm. and that car they put together for him, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, "I'm racing for me." Mm-hmm. For Kyrie, his race car always said "me." Yeah. <laughs> Y'all just didn't fucking see it. Mm-hmm. They fucking picketed. They protested outside Barclays. Yeah. They, people tried to like rush into Barclays. Because he like could. They tried to. They tried to. Because he was standing up for them. Because he was standing yeah. up for them. Yeah. Where the fuck are those people now? I, please call the voicemail. It's 901 365 If you're on Kyrie's side, I want to fucking hear about it. If you participated in the siege of the Barclays Center, please call. And you are now disappointed in Kyrie Irving. Mm. Call every week. Tell me something new. I'm ready to get off it, if you guys are. Yeah. That was a quick news segment. Yeah, I got I got a piece of news. Uh, Arkansas beat Gonzaga. Hey, so... <laughs> I'm so proud of Arkansas for winning games repeatedly. I, I thought they might could beat Duke, but uh didn't happen. We were talking about the Celtics earlier. I just happened to notice today while I was researching things on the internet, just looking around, just browsing. The Celtics were in first place in the East. When did Jalen Brown make that tweet? What is their record since, you may be asking? Mm-hmm. Do you have an answer, Jeff? The tweet was, and I quote, the energy is about to shift. 
end quote. Mm-hmm. The date was January 31st this year, 2022. Mm-hmm. The record since, any guesses? I'll say 27 and 4. Too many games. But not a bad guess. Brian? 22 and 4. <laughs> Close. Really? My count was 21 and 3. Ooh. Plus the game tonight, they lost, so it would be 21 and 4. Damn. You were a game off. It, I don't know how you got that, so close not i wasn't i'm gonna show you what i was looking up i was looking up daniel tice trade because i couldn't remember when the deadline was <laughs> the record since the daniel tice trade. And, <laughs> and i was i was wondering i was like did he tweet that when they got daniel tice back <laughs> nice i like the way you put that together yeah 21 and 3 before tonight's game where they lost and um uh, they also lost robert williams this week they were short a lot of players tonight. No mm. Tatum, no Brown, mm. no Horford. Oh, wow. Yeah. 21-3 and three is pretty fucking special. It was like 9-1 and one in the last 10 for tonight. I like that team. I feel like they're still short. Pieces, bigs, a real point guard. I like that team, but I don't know about a seven-game series. Yeah, I think if they're smart, they go get a point guard next year. Yeah. Who's available? Tyus Jones? Yeah. <laughs> he is. Maybe Westbrook will be available. John Wall? <laughs> Boston with Tyus Jones? I like it. He could really uh, bring some balance to that team, I feel like. I mean, they could trade for a John Wall. I don't know how that's going to work. I don't think they need a John Wall. I think they need a maybe they could Tyus Jones. I think is what they need. Yeah, maybe they the Tyus would be great. Maybe they could do an offer sheet to Colin Sexton. Maybe Cleveland lets him go. Yeah, it's a restricted free agent. Colin Sexton is going to demand more than the mid level exception or whatever Boston's going to be able to offer him though. Is that right? I would think so. I don't know Boston's cap situation, but they have to be pretty. They got Al Horford on the damn books. They ain't got no money. No, they could oh. if they could figure out how to trade Horford to L.A. for Westbrook. Oh, there you go. Get yeah. get the Lakers some of the the much needed uh, youth that they need. <laughs> yeah, I don't see any any way for them to offer money next year to anyone. No, they're just gonna have to work with Derek White. Yeah, that's why they made that trade. Mm-hmm. What a mess. Rubio's unrestricted. Dude, they got to raise the salary cap like $100 million. <laughs> Dude, max, con- max contracts are so terrifying to me. Mm-hmm. As soon as you get two or th- three max contracts, like you have no money to do anything else. Mm-hmm. The Warriors' max contracts were like... Oh, yeah, they have no fucking money, the Celtics. Yeah, yeah. they have nothing. It's like a hundred and twenty million tied up in Draymond, Clay, and Steph. So they have the t- taxpayer mid-level exception for six point three million. And Boston, a, yeah, and they have a ton of trade exceptions. But mm-hmm. so twenty twenty two, 
maybe they can work out a sign and trade with so i think for i think from whatever this what i'm seeing right here uh 2022 they're the nba luxury tax threshold at this point is 147 million and next year the celtics have 153 million on their books mm-hmm. and when you have a restricted free agent you can't do like a i don't you can't do a sign and trade that just i mean maybe you can but it's not like the celtics have a a bunch of picks and Sexton, even though he's coming off an industry an injury, he's young and and also the Celtics are in the same conference. It's just not it's not happening. Yeah, but they have Darius Garland and they're going all in with him. They don't need Sexton. Yeah, but you don't give Sexton away to the Celtics. You give yeah. Sexton Sexton away to the fucking. Yeah, I'm just looking at it from the Boston side. The Lakers. Because the Lakers are going to suck no matter what. Just looking at the Boston side, like who can they get? You got to get some return on your investment. You're, you're saying that there's no way. No, no way. All right. Fair enough. Jalen Brunson. He's a Celtic through and through, unrestricted. He's going to get paid. They don't have money to sign anybody. The Celtics are the Celtics. They don't have money to sign anybody, Bo. They got to do it through the draft. Bo, they can't get anybody. No. I never said they could. I Bo, they actually said they couldn't. Bo, I'm telling you, they can't get anybody. <laughs> I think I was the one that said that. I guess I'll get another hams. What do I know? <laughs> what I meant to look up was Boston Celtics draft picks 2022. Yeah, Jalen Brunson's way down this list. Mm-hmm. He'd be perfect for that. Mm-hmm. The Spurs have the Celtics first round draft pick this year. It's only top four pick protected. So no. And they currently hold, I believe, two seconds for this year's draft. Alrighty. All right. I think it's time to move on to pick game. What's the pick game? Pick game's a game that we pick mm-hmm. to watch. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we come back here and we talk about it. What was the game that we watched? Milwaukee Bucks at the Memphis Grizzlies. Saturday night. Did you guys watch it? Yes. Yeah. Most of it. <laughs> Most of it? Yeah, that counts, doesn't it? I watch all the pick games. I get a break here today. <laughs> What were you doing Saturday night? I can get into it if you want to hear it. You want to hear it? What I did? Mm-hmm. So Kate and the kids and I went to our friend's house. And the girls spent the night with our friends who have a kid that's the same age as our kid, our girls. Mm-hmm. We hung out with a little, for them a little bit. And then we took the boy. Kate and myself, we, we left. What was that? Mm-hmm. What time did you get home? We got home about 9 o'clock with the boy. We went to a brewery that serves Texas barbecue Saturday night. Mm. How nice. And ate some Texas barbecue and drank a beer. And the beer was not very good from the brewery, but whatever. It's not the point. No. Barbecue was actually really good. Mm. I do prefer the Texas beans to the Memphis beans. I can't eat that sweet shit. 
all that sugary beans is no good. The Texas barbecue beans are not sweet. Mm. Give me that. Anyhow, got home about nine, eight thirty nine. Put the boy to bed. I put the Grizz game on for a little bit. Saw the end of the fourth, third quarter, start of the fourth. Mm-hmm. And then Kate said, "Hey, uh, this game's kind of getting out of hand. Do you want to watch that new Ghostbusters movie that we?" picked up from the library and i said you know what i do Hmm. okay so so you saw like the bulk of the game did not see the first half saw the game out of hand okay if i if i if i may offer up a suggestion when you're watching pick games and you get home you know like nine o'clock ten o'clock or whatever you start watching the game Uh perhaps start at the beginning of the game oh so then I tell Kate, sorry, this game's really good. We can't. You don't have to watch. tell her anything. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You just start the game. Mm-hmm. Mm. Game just started, babe. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I was going to watch the game on Sunday, but then she worked all day. Okay. So, so from now on, when you watch the pick games, I want you to start at the beginning. Okay. So then when I Fair? finally set, set down at, 8 p.m. 8:30 p.m. No, it was actually like 9:30 p.m. I had shit to do on Sunday night, and I said, "You know what? I'm gonna watch Winning Time," mm-hmm. which I don't blame you for. But I think I, I think that'll help. And then I wanted to watch the pick, the pick game, rewatch it today, but it was a fucking disaster in this house. Start the pick games at the beginning. I think that'll help. Yeah. I think I just put a dress on next time, and all the subcontractors will leave, and I can watch. <laughs> You could probably watch a big game with them in the house. Yeah, not not today. Yeah, I understand. Well, it was a good game. <laughs> Repeat after me, Bo. Hey, honey, the game just started. Beginning. Will you go get me a hams? Will you get me a hams? The game just started. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll remember that. I had a buddy over last night. And we were uh, playing a little NHL 22, a little hockey. Ooh, how's that? Love it. Great game. They still have fighting in that game. Yes. Uh, great game. Great great, great times were had. Lots of fun. Um, my girlfriend offered several times over, uh, hey, can I get you guys anything? Can I, hey, Jeff, can I get you a beer? Well, you guys... Uh, totally fucking waste time <laughs> and just fuck off yeah for a couple hours like that's that's how it is around here mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know maybe that's maybe you can use that in your in your <laughs> future uh game watching endeavors i don't know my girlfriend sounds a lot cooler than your wife <laughs> Oh, we watched Ghostbusters and had a you know had a nice nice evening together. Hey, I'm gonna do me. Hey, uh-uh. Them's the uh, rules. No, them's the rules now. Start at the beginning of these fucking pick games. Mm-hmm. Now Saturday night, Bucks Grizzlies. I heard a stat in the pregame show that the Bucks were the worst three-point defending team in the league. Hmm. So I was thinking when I, as soon as I heard that I was like okay time to shoot a hundred threes mm-hmm. and play the odds Memphis the uh, the Grizzlies had a nice little streak of 
games last week, huh? Chris Good. At home, they beat the Nets, Pacers, and the Bucks last week. Three home games, three wins. Mm-hmm. None of those wins were less than 12-point wins. You got 12, 30, and 25 <laughs> margins of victory in the week at this little homestand. I'd say that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. No Drew Holiday. For the Bucks, no John Morant for the Grizzlies. That was like the matchup we were all talking yeah. about last week. Like I was all, looking forward to that. That's like all we were talking about. Like yeah. no, no Kevin Garnett or Brian Cardinal for either team, right? <laughs> or Brandon Clark for the Grizzlies, which was another letdown because we were kind of hoping a little uh, BC Giannis mm-hmm. action. Mm-hmm. Who did end up defending Giannis? Who defended him? Well, it was kind of a tandem effort. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was between Jaron and um, Tillman. Yeah. Xavier Tillman. How's he looked? He hasn't played a lot. This was a matchup mm-hmm. situation. An availability situation too, right? Yeah, perhaps with the Brandon Clark being out, but I think mm-hmm. it was more of a matchup. Mm-hmm. Like you stand Tillman and Giannis next to each other, and you're like, yeah, it makes sense close to the same build <laughs> and if Tillman fouls out it's okay yeah right <laughs> go hammer Giannis for a little while <laughs> I feel like Tillman did a decent job like not letting Giannis just go completely off mm-hmm. yeah terrific job really the Milwaukee Bucks their over under was 54 and a half. They're at 46 wins. I don't think they're going to get there. And I think we all took overs on that. Mm. I can't really read me or Brian's. It looks like an O, but it looks like it was changed to a U. (laughs) But yours is definitely an O, Bo. I believe that. Because I'm I'm a big believer in coach bud regular season stuff yeah i can't read um next time i'll make it more legible the grizzlies will however were they at four like 38 or 39 or 40 or something they were at 41 and a half and they've won 53 fucking games nine and one in the last 10 on a five game winning streak Hmm. ao shattered the over under Memphis did. The Bucks were favored by a point in this game. Brian, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Something that I feel like you may know. Okay. Steven Adams wore yellow tights. Was this the first yellow tights game? I think so. Did somebody finally buy him a pair of fucking yellow tights with the pads in the knees? I'll cheers to that. You want to cheers to that? Cheers. Cheers to yellow tights. Stephen Adams has worn white tights. I got to get a hams. Hams are kind of yellow. Do you think it's because of the pads? Like they don't make the ones he liked? I don't know. And yellow? Something I've noticed on social media is Stephen Adams is like, I think it was, yeah, it was before this game. He was doing like a little dance down the tunnel. He's getting You know, like the, the, the Grizzlies, like, you know, they're young. It's a bunch of young dudes and they'd like dance and that goofy. And he was doing, he was like dancing as he was coming down the tunnel. Yeah. And I think maybe he realized like, man, you know. 
Hey, we're having a good time here. Yeah. I wear some yellow tights, mate. Yeah, mate, if you get me the yellow tights, I'll uh, wear them. I'm not going to buy them myself, mate. But I'll slide them on in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you need the tights, mate, yep. I think he had to get them. He might have had to get them, like, special order. Maybe. Because he wears the ones with the pads on the fucking knees. Yeah. And you know what the supply chain, the way it is now, it's... <laughs> Supply chain. Try to order anything online. It takes forever now. Like, Jaren's don't have knee pads. Yeah. They probably should. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was, I noticed that the, that, that everybody was on board with the yellow tights. So it's been brought to my attention. Mm -hmm. Um, Your wife brought it to my attention. Jen. Yeah. I was like, you're right. He does. He only, he's the only one who wears the white tights. Mm-hmm. He's so oblivious to what's going on and nonchalant about what is going on that he's like not even coordinating. He uh, he doesn't seem like an extremely fashion forward guy, and I'll hold that against him. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-mm. We just want him to show up, mate. I don't care what any of these Grizzlies do off the court, as long as they're staying out of trouble. You know, not missing games. Yeah. I don't care who they're dating Mm-mm. or any of these things. Nope. Hey, uh, apparently, Brooke Lopez is back. Did you guys see him out there? Apparently. I saw that he wanted to get a picture with uh, Zaire and Brevin. No shit. Yeah, Stanford represent. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's cool. Yeah, Brooks, man, I like the Lopez brothers. They're kind of hilarious and they're, they're good. Uh, they they're good good for entertainment around the margins. I'll say that. They I take them as like humble humble guys. Yeah. You know. They'd be fun to hang out with, I would imagine. I bet. I think they're real goofy. Some people would say maybe they smile too much, and this is a man's game. You got to be serious. I think that's what Jerry West would say, according to Winning <laughs> Time. Like, yeah, like winning, the Lopez winning. brothers are like Magic Johnson types, you know. Mm-hmm. He smiles too damn much. <laughs> and another thing, he's too tall. A man's gate's too tall. He's going to turn it over too much. <laughs> Robin Lopez is gonna turn it over too much. Bo, what have the Bucks been up to? They've been on a road trip or what? All right. Well, prior to the Grizzlies game, they they had two home games. Mm-hmm. They've been kind of more at home than away. So they played the Grizzlies. They got they got whooped. Tomorrow night they play the Seventy Sixers in Philly, and then prior to the Grizzlies game, they were. At home against the Bulls and the Wizards, they were in Minnesota and they had a West Coast. They had a four-game West Coast road trip, mm. then two games at home, and then the Grizz. I think they were probably pretty rested. They're ready to go. They lost to the Timberwolves, huh? Well, Giannis didn't play that game. Mm, okay. What about they beat the Bulls? Good win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Bulls suck against good teams. Yeah. Is that true, Brian? Lowered expectations. Yes, it is. They're awful. What happened <laughs> to the teams. Bulls? I guess we can talk about that later. 
So what do you see, Bo? What do you see there with this Bucks last, like, I don't know, six-game stretch or so? Are they a contender? I mean, obviously, they put themselves in position to be first in the East. I'd say it's hard. I mean, based on this, it's hard to say what if they're a contender or not. I, I think, to me, I read into it that they're winding it down a little bit. I think they're vulnerable. Mm. I think they're winding it down. They're, they just won the damn title, man. <laughs> you tell me P.J. Tucker is the difference between the title and being vulnerable? It's going to have to be the Giannis show. He's going to have to be like 60-point Giannis. 50-point Giannis. Isn't that how they won the title? Yeah, I think so. Before that West Coast road trip, they went on a huge – they went on a six-game winning streak where they beat the the Hornets in the Heat. Mm-hmm. The Bulls again. They beat the Suns. Mm-hmm. Nobody beat, beats the Suns. And they beat the Thunder and the Hawks. It's, yeah. it's a good stretch. Yeah, it is. They won the games they were supposed to win, and then they beat top teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Barely beat the Heat. It's a one-point game. P.J. Tucker revenge tour. Beat the Suns without Chris Paul. Lost to the Warriors after all that. But, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. That's at Warriors. Yeah. Well, if they play the Warriors in the finals... They're going to have to win in Golden State. Because at this point, the Warriors would have home court advantage. Even though they're in third place in the West. What it feels like to me is that the Grizzlies have been a better team than the Bucks this year. <laughs> That's what it seems like. That's what the record says. It's what it feels like to me that mm-hmm. the Grizzlies have been... Maybe I pay more attention to Memphis than I do Milwaukee, but it just seems... yeah. But you're coming off a title run. You're coming off a title run with Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be a little bit of. I don't really care about my seed. We just won the title. Yeah, sagging. We got the we got the best player. Our coaches. He's he gets whatever he wants as far as from management and everything else. Mm. I'm not worried about the Bucks, man. Yeah, they're going to drop games. So, you would be convinced that the bucks could do it again i think until they can't then sure yeah. they have Giannis and his prime i'm with you i think there's more than uh one team out of the east that could win it but the, the bucks should definitely be one of those yeah teams. i think absolutely there's one more than one team out of the west mm-hmm. and the only time you could say there's more than one not more than one team out of the west was the steph Mm-hmm. KD, yeah. What is when KD was on the Warriors? Because prior to KD being on the Warriors, the Thunder almost beat the Warriors. This is shaping up to be a really fun playoffs. All these teams in the East look like fun playoff game series. Yeah, the you It sucks <laughs> that the Celtics lost Robert Williams, but mm-hmm. I mean, what if Tatum goes just absolutely 60s. insane? Yeah. yeah. I'm not pulling for the Celtics to win the title, but if the Celtics won the title, that would be fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. That would change everything. Yeah, there would be a massive youth movement. <laughs> well, like and they had the veteran the super coach. teams would be like, like the Heat would have to dismantle. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we I don't doing, know, man? I, the Lakers would, would just, have to be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> the Warriors might even crumble. Might start trading off. 
those expensive pieces for expirings. Yeah, man. For a young team to win a title would be awesome for the league. Yeah. Yeah. Terrific. So that's what the Bucks have been up to. Okay, okay. You know, in this game, I thought it was an interesting uh, coaching battle here. Yeah, the teacher and the student. Yes. Did you see that one play where Jenkins challenged the fucking foul? Yeah. <laughs> it was a foul on Jaron, maybe? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even remember who I the foul so, yeah. was on. Yeah. But nobody fucking touched him. The refs were out of their fucking minds in this game. <laughs> out of their minds. They wanted the Bucks to keep it close so fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to keep the Bucks in the game. The whole game. It was a phantom call. Nobody touched yeah. the guy. Jenkins challenges it. He wins the challenge. Mm -hmm. Overturns the foul. They say, no foul. Jenkins on the sideline. He wins the challenge. They announce it on the yeah. PA. And the camera zooms in on Jenkins. And the crowd is like cheering. Mm -hmm. And he's just shaking his head from side to side. Like, Why do I have to do this shit? <laughs> is what he's then, thinking. Yeah, and then he like beams his eyes at the center court where the refs are and he's just like the most pissed off i've ever seen it's like tight-lipped just staring at where the referees are he's so mad he's like why do i have to officiate the game okay he's like i don't challenge plays it's not what coach jenkins does he felt he had to like he's officiating the game yeah. at that point, like putting the officials in check. I thought that shit was fucking hilarious. I'm going to make a gif of Jenkins shaking his head. If you follow House of Hoops on Twitter, you'll see it somewhere. <laughs> Just be waiting for a good time to use it. Back to the game, back to the game. Uh, it was very chippy right away. Early technical foul on Steven Adams after Bobby Portis shoved Jaron to the ground for no reason. Steven Adams got involved, backing up his teammates. Mm -hmm. That was like five minutes into the game. <laughs> Jenkins was all fired up yelling at the ref crew. It was number 42, Eric Lewis. 77, Carl Lane. 79, John Conley. Those were the officials. De'Anthony uh, Tuna Melton was on one early in the game. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like the big difference in uh, the two teams is that Milwaukee's bench was um, trash, and <laughs> the Grizzlies bench um, had uh, De'Anthony Melton. <laughs> So is that the fucking like I'm um, like that's why I'm terrified of max players. <laughs> Grizzlies have like none, yeah. and they're deep. Mm -hmm. And yep. Milwaukee has a couple, and they have no fucking bench. Yeah, yep. Max players terrify me. Mm -hmm. I'm so scared of what these Grizzlies will turn into. Yeah, when they get start getting paid. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! Unless you just keep drafting. Unless they just keep drafting. And keep a young, open-minded head coach. Mm -hmm. He can't age. <laughs> I have to stop him. 
Yeah, Tuna's been on a pretty incredible swing mm-hmm. lately. You got numbers? Do I have numbers? Jeff, let's look at some tuna numbers. I love stats. Let's uh let's open up a can of tuna here. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. In the Anthony Milton's last five games. Mm-hmm. It's like two weeks. Yeah. We have against the Golden State Warriors, 21 points. Against uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, 24 points. Against the Indiana Pacers, 19 points. Against the Brooklyn Nets, 23 points. Against Houston Rockets, 16 points. I feel like that's about 20 points a game. Yeah. Pretty high plus minuses in all these games. Of course, we won all these games. Mm-hmm. Filling up the stat sheet. I mean, he's getting rebounds. You know, he's probably averaging five rebounds. A couple a game. steals. Yeah, he's getting he's getting his steals. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy couple with assists. It's crazy with DeAnthony is because he couldn't get off the bench in Philly and we or Philly in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And we got him for like nothing. It's like the Kyle Corver contract. Yeah. Everybody was so excited about Josh Jackson. We got tuna melton. Tuna melt. We got tuna melt for nothing. Nothing. We got the tuna hamburger helper for nothing. Nothing. And I don't want to say we stole him from Phoenix because they weren't using him. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have plans to use him. It's a throw in. What a fucking great surprise he's been. Yeah, the Grizzlies saw something that he's, they liked. He just had a couple opportunities. I think he's a young player that yeah. did some stuff that they liked. Well, they gave him some opportunities. And when he got opportunity, yeah. he showed out. I remember it clearly. It's not even. I'm not even like curious of how he got his spot. Mm-hmm. He showed the fuck out, made the hustle plays, fifty fifty balls, diving and ducking. Mm-hmm. He was all over the place. He was making a difference in the fucking game the second he stepped on the fucking court. It's what he does. It's what he's always done. He couldn't get no damn minutes in Phoenix. Yeah, it's like ten minutes a game, maybe six minutes a game. He wasn't playing. So he gets an opportunity, he shows out, and now he's like a few years into the opportunity and the role, the bench role. Like him and Tyus Jones, like the best backcourt I've ever seen in Memphis in my life, off the bench. So good, man. He was making good passes. He was rebounding, moving well without the ball, hitting threes. He looked like he felt great. Mm -hmm. Like he's... I don't know if he was hurt earlier. He had kind of a slump in the middle of the season. Kind of, I mean, that's that's kind of him, though. Yeah, he he's he can be a little streaky. I mean, the knock on him is we've seen it. He gets the playoffs and kind of disappears. Or other people get options. It's yeah. not he's not a good matchup all the time. Yeah, out there because he's a small two essentially. It's like tiny two. It's a postseason, so your starters are getting more minutes, and you, you know maybe he. Yeah, maybe he gets maybe it's his time off a little bit. Yeah, maybe it's his time to play more in the playoffs. I Let's hope see. so. Yeah, I do too. I hope so because I like Tuna a lot. Yeah, yeah, big big fan, big smile on his face, and that's what I mean. He just like watching him. He looked like he felt really good. Mm-hmm. It's been nice. He's been really good the last few games. It's probably easy to feel good when you're banging threes and yamming on people. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. I'd feel pretty good. Mm-hmm. We talked earlier about really liking Tillman defending Giannis. I felt like between Tillman and Steven Adams and Sharon, they really did a good job defending Giannis, making him earn shit. Mm-hmm. Dylan Brooks was scoring well in the first, which was nice. What did he have in the first quarter? He had like 10 points or something. He had 11 mm-hmm. in the first quarter. That's good. That's a good. Yeah, 11 points on eight shots. That's good. Five field goals. Mm-hmm. Eight attempted. Yeah, that's good. He came out fired up, hitting shots. Mm-hmm. You need somebody to be able to do that right out of the gate, get, get things going, you know? Somebody's got to take that initiative. Dylan Brooks will be that guy for you. Somebody's got to take that initiative and just get things fucking rolling, man. And a lot of times that's Jaw's job. Mm-hmm. To get things going, and I feel like when the Grizzlies come out flat and they don't have good starts to games, Jaw like looks at himself. It's like it's my fault. That should have been me. Mm-hmm. Dylan's taken. He took that approach this game, hundred percent. Get things going early in the game. Desmond Bain versus Grayson Allen will always be an interesting matchup to me because of what happened over the summer, mm-hmm. where they didn't want to pay Grayson, and he just inserted Desmond Bain and he's been way better than Grayson Allen was in my opinion last year Uh, so watching those guys go at it I think they realize that it's kind of funny Grayson ended up with uh, seven points Desmond Bain ended up with 20 so yeah (laughs) I'll always love watching those guys uh, match up just to be just so I can see like uh, oh yeah 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 the Grizzlies uh front office maybe doesn't deserve an award <laughs> at the end of the year mm-hmm. <laughs> jaron versus Giannis at times was very hilarious to me watching watching jaron just barrel into the lane against Giannis and lopez it's a very physical game did you uh get that feeling bo yeah well jaron is he's he's been really good on defense this year which has been a surprise i think to all of us at least consistent not really good he's been consistent so yeah the game was physical yeah physical the coaches were yelling at the refs both of them tillman and jaron were just using uh strength and length against Giannis to make sure nothing was easy inside at the rim i felt like like just that was like an objective. It's like nothing easy for Giannis where he likes to attack at the rim because he's so good at it. He's usually he's used to being like the biggest, strongest guy. If you take away his best attribute, then I think you're doing something right. And then on the other side, Jaron kept going right at Giannis. I think that was truly the game plan. It was like stop Giannis inside and go right at him. On the other end, attack the paint, attack Giannis, wear that dude down. I think it was like a a game plan. Mm -hmm. Get him in foul trouble if you can. Whatever you can do to slow his ass down. Wear him down throughout the game. You know, Rocky Balboa. The solid Grizzlies defense held Milwaukee to 34 points halfway through the second quarter. Grizzlies were up 10 in the first half. The Grizzlies look like a better team. Team hoops, man. 
The Grizzlies' defense is really on point right now. Nothing easy seems to be the key. I think the Grizzlies have to keep Tyus this summer. I don't know how they do it. I don't either. <laughs> yeah, he... Well, it, it'll be interesting to see if he can get more than what they can offer and from who. Or does he want to take less money and stay with the crew? You got to hope for that because no. that's the... I'm making wishes. <sighs> yeah. I'm making little wishes. I'm mm-hmm. praying, saying little prayers. I feel like this team, this Grizzlies team, really misses Tyus and Kyle Anderson if they lose either or both of those guys. Mm-hmm. They really miss them. Like, total glue guys. It's the strength of the bench. Start having to pay the starters more money, you lose mm-hmm. strength of the bench. I'm worried. I feel like this is keeping you up at night, Jeff. It does. I'm so scared about the Grizzlies' future when they all start getting Bigger contracts. It's already starting with Jaron. On the Milwaukee side, Javon Carter looks like he spent a lot of time in Phoenix watching Chris Paul. Watching Javon Carter is like watching Ty Lue (laughs) in the early 2000s. Like like Javon Carter is what Ty Lue was of Iverson. He's that version of Chris Paul. It's just the lesser version. Mm -hmm. I think he learned a lot from Chris Paul. Javon Carter looks like a player. He's knocking down threes, making passes. He's got that little fucking elbow jumper mid-range, mm-hmm. just like Chris Paul. Yeah, That was a good pickup for them. He got, he got away from mm-hmm. Brooklyn, right? Yeah, Brooklyn, yeah. yeah. And Milwaukee just grabbed him. Mm-hmm. They're using him. Yeah. I was having a good time watching this game. I was really into it. The Grizzlies are just so much fun to watch, and I don't think it's just because I'm from Memphis. I think it's just the way it is. The score was 46 to 59 at the half. I was thinking, nice work, Grizz. You're up at the half. You kept the other team below 50. Nice work. Did Steven Adams pass Zebo in that game for the most offensive rebounds in a season? Yes, he's got the record now. I don't know if it was that game or not, but stats like these are why uh, I don't ever want to change the season games played in the NBA. Like if you change it to less games, what happens with season total stats? Mm -hmm. You have to change it to like whatever games they change it to. So if the season changes to like 70 games, then all the stats have to be like per 70 games. Mm -hmm. It can't just be a season. Yeah, yeah. I think I would just hate it if they went to a shorter season with less games played. I think you got to keep it at 82, keep it consistent, keep it going. Agreed. Because you have stats like that, you know? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, per 62 Mm -hmm. games or whatever they end up playing. I don't think less games is what the owners, or sorry, the team governors want anyway. You got less ticket sales. Right. That means you have to charge more per ticket Mm -hmm. per game. What'd you say, Bo? No, you're right. They, 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 nobody wants less less money. Yeah, in the NFL, they're trying to add games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we only get 16 games. <laughs> we need to play like 50. <laughs> uh, you know, you know uh, who else wants to add more games in the NFL? Uh, CTE. <laughs> CTE. Doctors. Yeah. 
head physicians. <laughs> what are those neuroscientologists? <laughs> oh, what's a head doctor? That's Tom Cruise, uh, not <laughs> neur- neurologist. Oh yeah, neurologist. Thank you, Bo. Mm-hmm. Speaking of neurologists, did you see that play where Bobby Portis kicked Tyus Jones in the fucking head for no goddamn reason? Did you he's see that a, part, Bo? He's a menace, dude. I, I missed that. Dude, Bobby Portis missed a layup. Tyus grabs the rebound, and for some reason, I have no fucking idea, Bobby Portis flails his leg up in the air, caught Tyus like right in the head. Now, hold on. Didn't Tony Allen do that to Chris Paul? What's that got to do with Tyus Jones? Just saying, shit happens, and we shit were cool happens. with that. Yeah, and we thought it was awesome, right? You're like, yeah, yeah no, that was a guy. that was like a legitimate defensive move. Yeah, like he, he was, was trying, trying to, to cut the he was trying to cut the pass to yeah. the to the corner three with his foot. Yeah, with his foot, and then Chris Paul ran into his foot because he's stupid. Dumb head got in the way. <laughs> it made no sense. Like, really, Tony Allen. Honestly, he was trying to like block mm-hmm. that passing yeah. lane. I think that's what it looked like. Yeah. Bobby Portis, it was no goddamn reason at all. They were under the basket, and Tommy and Bobby Portis' foot's up in the air. Kicked him right in the head. That's not a basketball play. That ain't basketball moves. It just goes on more about what I was saying earlier about how uh, the game was just really fucking physical. It was a game of toughness. It's a game of who's tough. So... In the third, nearing the end of the quarter, the Bucks kind of started to make a run, and Coach Jenkins of the Grizzlies made a timeout. Stop the bleeding. Stop the run before the game gets closer than 10 points. I think it was like a 12-point game, and the Bucks were running. They were gunning. They were making shots. Giannis was getting easy baskets at the rim. I think the Grizzlies needed to kind of reset their defense, get a couple of offensive sets ready to go, get the ball moving again, uh, get that great Grizz ball movement going because mm-hmm. they, they looked a little stagnant. So I thought it was a great timeout. Out of that timeout, the Grizz hit a three. I think it was Kyle Anderson. I can't remember exactly who it was, but they got the lead back up to a comfortable 16. I'm like, okay, cool. And then Bobby Portis misses a three on the other end, turning into – Tuna canning another three in the leads at 19. Then Tuna canned another three. Got it up to 22 just like that. Yeah, that was badass. <laughs> out of the timeout, it was a 12-point swing in the Grizzlies' favor, and it took like two minutes of game time. I'd say that was a good timeout. Mm-hmm. Very timely timeout. That was that was the end of the Bucks. That timeout was the end of the Bucks, and Tuna just being on one and cannon threes, mm-hmm. just cannon Tuna threes, cannon Tuna. It's, it's all about Tuna. Tuna in nets. <laughs> tuna was catching nets. Yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> might be. We might be trying a little too hard. <laughs> just trying to find something where there is nothing. The Grizz kept up the D, kept the scoring going. The kids were having fun. The game plan was working. The effort was there. Lesser players like Zaire Williams is coming in. Conchar is coming in. They're keeping the tempo going because we're so fucking deep that when we put our last guys in, they're still really good. 
These are guys that don't play a lot. Zaire, Conchar. But when they come in, they contribute time after time. Game after game. They come in, they contribute. Zaire has come a long way this season. He's become so much better than when I saw him play the Bucks during preseason. Mm -hmm. And he's like stepping out of bounds in the corner threes. <laughs> he had like one move in the paint and it was like a like floater layup to the right and they weren't going in he's come a long fucking way well he just kind of stood at the three-point line early in the season mm -hmm. it's still room to grow but he's come a long way he's finding his role tuna had a great game how many points 24 24 from one guy off the bench mm-hmm Hey, that's Manu Ginobili shit, Bo. True story. Yeah, so all the benches were pretty much cleared with three minutes left in the game. It was pretty much over. It was a 23-point game at that time. I think you, you really summed it up that the max contract or, you know, mm -hmm. veteran contract stuff scares you mm -hmm. as a Grizz fan looking at the Bucks. Mm -hmm. And that's fair. It does. They do have like some young good guys like uh, Nuwara. I really like him for the Bucks. I don't know, like <laughs> that's no, that's I like that's, that's I like, really it. I like Nuwara. Javon Carter's cool, like yeah. whatever. It's good for nine points and three assists. Okay, you can't afford shit mm -hmm. when you start maxing out. Mm -hmm. Look at the Grizzlies played the Warriors tonight. Grizzlies played the Warriors tonight. Grizzlies were missing their two best players, arguably, mm -hmm. Jaron and Ja. They don't miss a step when that happens, really. Like, we like having Jaron or Ja, one yeah. or the other. Well, I mean, the Warriors are missing their big three. Exactly. Their big three. It's $120 million worth of players they were missing and three guys. And then they have Wiggins, who makes like $30 million. Yeah. That doesn't leave jack fucking shit for the bench at all. Mm -hmm. so when all three of those guys lose a game they miss a game yeah then you're then you're relying on jordan Poole. then you end up on toscano anderson then you end up losing by nearly 30 to a team that doesn't have max contracts and has depth like the grizzlies no max contracts <laughs> <laughs> We don't do that here. Uh, not you yet. can get $20 million a year, and that's the most we can offer you. <laughs> I'll give you six years or whatever the max length you're allowed to give a player. I guess it's probably like four at that rate. You think guys just leave? Yeah. We're doing something fucking special here. We can give you 20. We're gonna, everybody's going to make 20. Mm -hmm. <laughs> six guys making 20. <laughs> <laughs> that's 120 yeah yeah those max deals scared the shit out of me Bo you're about to have an all NBA max deal on your books the Grizzlies will pretty much I think it's a sure thing will finish the season in second place in the west mm -hmm. well you what do you you think uh, Para will pay the luxury luxury tax going forward yes I think he will too. What else is he doing? 
I think you're I think you're at the top of the standings in the Western Conference. You have to. Yeah, he'll pay it. He's gonna do whatever he can to keep this group together. But he's worth sixteen billion at this point. Wow. Keeps going up. Billions. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. This is just a fun little toy, I think, for him. He he probably forgot he even owns the team. <laughs> Does he, is he going to come to playoff games? I hope so. Actually, I don't know. I don't Rich people so. don't go out in public, dude. Like, when you become a billionaire, you don't go out in public. Yeah. You know why? I didn't realize he was worth 16. I thought he was like worth like $4 billion, but 16 okay, well, then we're good. Yeah, it keeps going up. His business is like ambiguity just keeps gaining in value. And what's interesting is he says like he doesn't want to do anything. So in my opinion, he's like, why would he ever push to do anything different with the team other than keep it in Memphis and just be low key? Mm -hmm. He just loves basketball. Mm -hmm. Well, he's got John Morant. I mean, my goodness. Yeah. And then he's got he hired climbing. And it's it's crazy this the, the way this team has gone. Yeah, they probably After, just probably just gonna win a championship. Yeah, just, <laughs> uh, I want I want him to bring in Ivoroni and Wallace to horse that trophy up when they win the title. I want him to bring them in, and it's like a huge practical joke. <laughs> and then they both like end up in like a pool of mud or something. <laughs> I like that in the center court. <laughs> Brian was at the uh, Zebo retirement deal, and then Chris Wallace just like went on. He's like, Chris Wallace is still at the forum talking <laughs> <laughs> about how great that team he put together was. He's Dude. still there. He's he's in some like negative feedback loop. Wallace is just there right now. It's just still talking in some tunnel in the forum. Dude, we were talking about like the Warriors and salary caps, and and. And uh, I was thinking, what if, like, the 2015 Grizzlies went for a stretch without Mike, Mark, and Zebo for, like, <laughs> five games? Those rosters, go look at those fucking rosters. They're I'm not so pulling bad. it out. They're fucking awful. They would have lost every game if they had to go without those three guys that yep. don't make half the money mm -hmm. that those three Warriors players make. That team that lost tonight, make half the, they made half the fucking money. They would have lost every fucking game. Those rosters were ass. <laughs> they were so bad. They were 100% leaning on the core four every game. Wearing those guys the fuck out. Played a lot of minutes. Played a lot of minutes. I don't think it's a bad thing on coaching. Like, I, I don't blame Steve Kerr for losing to the Grizzlies by nearly 30 tonight. Well, yeah, I mean, he didn't coach in the second half. I don't blame him <laughs> for anything. I don't blame him for being upset and getting kicked out. Take $100 million off of any team and see how it fucking goes. Take $100 million off that 2015 Grizzlies team and see how it goes. It's not going to be no. good. <laughs> you can't play a game missing $100 million worth of contracts and think you're going to fucking win. I don't care who's the coach. It ain't going to fucking work. After this game, the Bucks grizzlies game, D'Anthony Melton said uh, they're a connected group. 
So they're all connected. Everyone, mm-hmm. top to bottom, connected. It's really special, I think. I don't know if I've ever seen anything like it. It reminds me of the core four, but the core four wasn't from the top to the floor. Mm-hmm. It was like some guys were connected. Uh, the Bucks could finish either in first or fourth with how close it is at the top of the East. It's a half game between first through fourth. What the fuck? I think uh, after tonight, that might have changed. Uh, I made these notes before the game's played. It's a, a game. Yeah. Yeah, look at You've that. got Miami Heat in first, and then the Sixers, Bucks, and Celtics are all one game back <laughs> from Miami. That could change. And then to round out the top six, Chicago and Toronto are both four and a half games back. Mm-hmm. And the Cavs just one game behind those mm-hmm. guys. Yeah, this is <laughs> it could change. I mean, less than ten games separate one and ten. And there's probably like less than ten games to play still. That number in the West between one and ten, it's twenty nine point five games. <laughs> Most of these teams have less than ten games to play. Mm-hmm. Period. It's like six games left for most teams. Yeah, most yeah that teams, sounds right. Most teams have like a handful three of games. games this week, three games next week. Yeah, yeah, it's like a week and a half, almost two weeks yeah, of games. Six left. or seven games tops. That's about all I got for the pick game. Uh, obviously, the Grizzlies won. Um, any final thoughts? Oh, no, Robert Perry pay the tax. Oh, he'll, he'll pay. He'll pay, or we'll find him. Brian, <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, just just side note. So, Perez forty four, uh-huh. Zuckerberg's thirty seven. How much do you think Zuckerberg's worth? Can you guess? Mm, Seventy billion dollars. Seventy seven billion. That's a wild guess. Nice work. Anyhow, moving on. Meta. Final thoughts from you, Brian. <laughs> Uh, like Bo said, pair up, pay that tax, jaw, rest that knee, man. Yeah, yeah, playoffs are more important. Rest that knee. Let's roll in healthy. Rest that knee. We got to play a play-in team. Excited, man. <laughs> I'm very excited. I plan on catching, you know, try to catch a playoff game per series as long as, as long as they'll take me. So there you go. And then if I'm lucky, uh, you know, Mike Z gives a call. <laughs> Huh. It's yeah. probably only fair that you get to go next, Jeff. I don't care. I don't want to go. Hey, I want to buy my own fucking tickets, sit in the nosebleeds with the real fans. No, you don't. You want to sit courtside and drink free beer and eat free food. Grizzlies got to rest up to play one of these slack-ass play-in teams hmm. in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Pelicans or some shit. Zion comes back. <laughs> Wrecks the Grizzlies. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, he's not coming now. Good. You can do whatever he wants. He was healthy this whole time. There's no fucking rules. Like Kawhi. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey. So that's the pick game. Maybe we have other things to talk about, but we're going to skip it. Because this is getting long. And it's just, just kind of how it goes, man. We just don't have enough time. Let's pick a game for next week and get the fuck out of here. Any nominations? 
We're not doing an episode next week. No episode next week. So we can, the last two weeks, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to do it. But the next two weeks, we can pick a game from, and then we'll come on a day before the play-in start, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll preview the play-ins, and we'll talk about one last pick game for the season. We'll set aside some time for lowered expectations, too, because it'll be the end of the season. We have to. Yeah, it'll be we the end of the season. We have to We have to wrap it up. Yeah. We have to look at the over-unders. and We could skip the big game. <laughs> yeah, we could We could skip it. And we covered on. so many games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So many teams. I feel like we did a lot. We didn't do Thunder, and we didn't do Detroit. <laughs> Does anybody care? No. <laughs> I'm not sweating it. Mm. I'm not sure I would have anything to gain from that. Do Like doing a pick game uh, for a team that's not in the playoffs. Mm-mm. Like I want to ramp up at this point. Yeah. I don't want to be talking about shit that like teams are quitting. Mm-hmm. Not even fucking trying. No. Yeah, let's take a week off of the pick game. Fuck the pick mm-hmm. game. Bo, I think. We kind of talked about it earlier. Like, maybe we don't even need a pick game. Maybe we just come in and we uh, we talk about our lowered expectation teams and we preview the plans. Mm-hmm. Call it a fucking day. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No pick game. We're done with pick games. What a relief <laughs> for Bo. <laughs> yeah, for me. The guy that's watched all of them except the Chris blowout on Saturday. Man, we worked we worked out all winter. Now we get to show off our summer bods. Just <laughs> <laughs> think about it. We got a we got a comfy league going to the playoffs. We can just we can just relax and cruise in, man. Yeah, I feel good about it. I'm excited. I'm glad to have a week off. We need it. We have other things going on. Honestly, now I feel like I can I can watch other NBA games without like that kind of just looming over my head. Like, man, I got to watch that and like do some analysis. That's your fucking head, man. I don't know where you're going. <laughs> like, I don't think that way at all about the pick game. <laughs> it's just another game that yeah. I watch. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get out of that fucking state of this is work. Yeah. Negative <laughs> thought process. Bullshit. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's on you. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's supposed to be fun. <laughs> Like I said, you're right. I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Yeah. Hmm? This is a celebration, not an orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all acting like we're in an orphanage, and you got chores to do. Let's celebrate! It's a celebration. Celebrate these fucking pick games. Come on now. Let's get a reverse attitude adjustment here. All right. Hey, Brian. <laughs> Thanks for coming in tonight. Yeah. Thanks for doing this. Always I feel pumped about what we're going to do when we uh, meet up again to do this. Bo, thank you for staying up late. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Sorry I'm not in studio. Get some rest. I'll see you in a couple weeks. Sounds good. Thank you, everybody, for listening.
scared of you motherfuckers. Thank you.